Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome to Messy Marriages, sharing stories of messy moments in marriages and how we make the most of our mistakes. We will undress the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. What are the concerns and questions most couples have in marriage and often go unspoken until now? Host Mark Lucas brings wisdom, authenticity, and practical advice to even the toughest marriage topics. Welcome to Messy Marriages. Mark Lucas here, Faith Talk 1360, and also listening in the beautiful podcast world. What a joy it is week in and week out to have these conversations with you about marriage. Here's the Captain Obvious Truth. The reality is marriage is not easy. Marriage requires work and sacrifice and dedication and this unconditional love. Through it all, this show is designed to help us understand God's beautiful plan, the roles and responsibilities he's given us for marriage, and to be able to encourage one another, to be able to walk this journey as couples together, supporting each other and the beautiful, beautiful relationship that God's given us in marriage. Today, the conversation is around sex, but when sex isn't enough. <laughs> I had you, had you thrown there for a moment. We're going to have a conversation really talking about sex is not enough. We can't just, mainly for the men listening in, we can't just navigate in our brains and say, you know what? If I'm having sex with my wife, my marriage must be great. Here's the truth. <laughs> you should be having sex with your wife, but that's not the litmus test and the barometer to say that your marriage is literally running on all cylinders. So we're going to talk about intimacy, but we're going to really kind of peel it back from more than just a physical conversation of intimacy and talk about intimacy in the way of emotional intimacy. Extremely important. Intellectual intimacy, extremely important. Spiritual intimacy, uber-duber important. And then we've got even experiential moments together, doing things together. And I've got the perfect couple right in front of me. They were in just a few weeks ago. Chuck and Hannah Keels, again, are with us today. Both stage four cancer survivors, thrivers, I love that. They have this beautiful and incredible motivational life story that they are sharing all throughout the world right now. It's a joy to have them in my life and to have them on air today. Chuck and Hannah, thanks again for being my guest today. Good morning. Hello, Faith Talk family. Oh, it's so good to have you back. <laughs> hey, I don't want to be a part of this show. <laughs> this is this is not what we had planned in life, right? When, uh, when things are difficult and when... The, Physical sex is uh, is not you know um, all you know what it used to be or or, or what it could be. <laughs> this isn't the show I really want to be on. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to be on the show. But here's the truth, and I think the more we say sex, the better the ratings are for this program. So we'll say it a lot. But here's the thing: sex is designed by God. It's beautiful. 
It's created in the context of a marriage relationship. So God's not bashful with sex. God created it. He wants us to have beautiful, passionate sex in marriage. But again, this is a conversation. I agree with you, Chuck. Most guys, I'm going to throw myself into this camp. A lot of my marriage really was focused maybe too much so on the physical side of intimacy, and that's obviously sex with my wife. And we're going to kind of just go back and forth and really just talk about, because your relationship might be different to a lot of relationships for the fact that you've had some physical limitations. You've had to walk through some things. Hannah, it was beautiful to see even today you get out of your chair and to be able to walk into the studio and to sit with us in the studio. But last time you were here, you were in the chair. So there's been some physical things. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Yes. Yes. Wheelchair. So, yeah, yeah, there's some physical things that you guys have walked through. So, yeah, let's just kind of open it up and just have a conversation around intimacy and just really let's lean into different ways that we should be cultivating and growing in intimacy beyond just the physical. Yeah. So I want to start with a little some of the details to help set the scene that we've been married for a little over two years. The last 19 months, I have had eight different fractures related to cancer. So you can imagine they're in my spine, started in my neck, lower spine, and pelvis. Not really the best way to have sex when you have broken parts of your body, you know. And so on and off, it has limited us quite a bit. And I think it, you know, we both came into this marriage middle age. We had our own experiences in the past that we took into this marriage. And all of a sudden, our physical intimacy looks really different, very unexpected. And what it's done, it has actually sort of forced us to work on the other parts of intimacy in marriage. And I think that's actually grown us so much. We've It's forced us to delve into the emotions, into the spiritual, be able to talk more about those parts and be more vulnerable with each other, I think. And let me throw some weight on that wagon enough to break it completely down. Mm. (laughs) A lot of weight, Chuck. (laughs) I actually uh, went through uh, stage four prostate cancer in 2015. And part of of that was an emergency surgery where they did a a surgery called an orchiectomy that stops the testosterone level in the male to uh, slow down the feeding of the cancer. So not only... um, you know, did I melt down from my cancer journey, um, 40 pounds and a lot of muscle and a lot of physical things, um, but also that drive, you know, the drive that, that you know, um, that men have, I noticed it was probably, you know, 80% gone. Mm-hmm. So with that 20%, how can we spice up our relationship? How can we, um, you know, have amazing um, um physical um, relationship and and grow our relationship in that matter, um, this beautiful relationship that God, you know, gave us, you know, and so that's when the, I would say, kind of creativity started to pour in to what happens if it's, well, when we first got married, it was fun. Um, it, was. it was exciting. And then her cancer started spreading. Um, what, what happens then? What do you what do you do when you stub your toe a little bit? What do you do when there's hurdles in the road? And so that's what we faced and we love each other so much that we said, you know what? 
if it's not the word sex, it's going to be the word sexy. We're going to make things around us sexy. You know, if it's a surprise date, if it's a candlelit dinner, if it's, um, you know, um, whatever we can do, um, we can definitely make that fun and sexy and romantic in the ways that we can um, based on the fact that there was ways that we couldn't. Yeah, and there's ways to be physically intimate that don't actually involve the sex act. You know, you can sit together and cuddle. And as women, sometimes that's even more special. I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> no, it, doesn't. it really meets my heart needs. And, you know, when we start to talk about my emotions, like, I think Chuck's the best at that. Like, he's a dream, truly, because he's really in touch with his emotions because he's had to. He's been through such hard moments in life. She calls me the Hallmark guy. Oh, he I is. It. I don't like know if I love watch... that or not. I was a lumberjack. I was a tough guy. Yeah, yeah but also in touch with your channel. emotions. Yeah. It's like the perfect man. But it, you didn't get there by accident. You got there through hard things, you know, and and submitting to God and realizing that being emotional is actually being an image bearer of God. It's It's the Holy Spirit part of us, you know, that we are reflecting. And I think that's so beautiful to see that in my own husband. I love it. Let's, you've already given a few. Let's give some real practical examples of ways that you guys are mindful and intentional with intimacy outside of the physical. And just one quick thought based on what you've already shared with me. And Hannah, you shared this, and I've had my wife share this with me as well. So often I think as guys, and this is really jaded, but as guys we're like, okay, I'm going to do my push-ups in the morning and I'm going to work on my biceps and she's just going to be like wanting to tear my clothes off because my arms look bigger and now I can do 17 push-ups instead of 12 or whatever the number is. But at the end of the day, my wife has told me that it's so much even sexier when she sees my heart, my emotions, my character the way that I'm a dad, the way that I care for people. So I think so often for men, and I'll put myself again back in this camp, we kind of tend to focus way too much because we are visual, and that's the way that God wired us. So we're not going to rewire our brains. But we tend to focus so much on the visual, even on ourself with how we look. And I think our wives do care about our physical physique to a degree, but at the end of the day, they care way more about our emotions, our heart, our character, the way we love them and love others, this non-physical ways we can connect with them, cuddling on the couch, um, holding her hand, touching the small of her back as you walk through a door. I think those things really add up to a large degree. And sometimes we don't really focus enough or pay enough attention or maybe even attentional enough with those things. So give us some practical, because this is really good for me and for all the listeners right now listening in, because sex isn't enough. Well, and we got to get beyond just the sex. Yeah. I was going to add picking up the socks from the floor. <laughs> you know, this might relate back to love languages. Like, what is it that your spouse does or doesn't do that speaks love to you? And that doesn't sound like a big deal to most people, but when your wife's in a wheelchair... And she drops a sock and she can't get it. And you just follow her around and, and see the trail and you pick things up. Another thing that I, I've really um, I've really noticed a twinkle in her eye is when she's feeling like 
everything, you know, I look terrible today, I feel terrible, and I lean over and just whisper, like, you are smoking hot. Mm. And just see, a, you know, twinkle or even a tear in her eye. And, you know, that's, that's what love does in a relationship. Um, it's, it's, it's the times that you can't be physical because of something's going on with surgeries and side effects from radiation and chemo and her going through pain and stuff like that. But it's other ways that you can touch their heart with something you say just off the wall when they're not expecting it. And she just starts smiling or even crying. It's so good. I think just a couple things. I love that you shared that sock story. I would venture to say that in the five love languages, acts of service is probably fairly high for you. And just a reminder for the listeners, there's physical touch, which we are not talking about today much. There's acts of service. There's quality time. There's words of affirmation. And there's gifts. So to really recognize and know where your spouse is at and what that's doing is that's saying, okay, I know what their number one or number two are. I don't negate the other ones. But when I deposit love currency in those top ones, you see the emotions, the twinkle in her eye. You see this deep resonating with you and connecting with you. And that's so important for us to be able to recognize that. Also, Chuck, you just shared what you shared is really a beautiful definition of love. And I think I just had this conversation last night with a group of men. And I said, what is the definition of love? And these men had taken some time to really process it through. Well, the world portrays love as an emotion, as a feeling, infatuation. It's only wrapped in the physical. And we're really peeling back God's definition for love and marriage that's all about acts of service. It's all about striving to be unconditional. It's not just based in the emotion. It's based in this partner and this helper and this best friend that God's given us as our spouse in marriage. So I love everything you guys have been sharing taking some notes as you see. Give some other examples because we've got emotional intimacy. We've got spiritual intimacy. You shared on the phone this week a really cool experience and some moments that you've had together, experiential intimacy. I think I even heard helicopter ride. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Um, the year, two years ago, year and a half ago, after my neck broke, and then I finally healed we were like in this mode of doing everything fun we could. And God just gave these opportunities to us. So one of them, um, a friend of ours gave us an Airbnb for a long weekend. And she just happened to mention there were jet skis in the garage. And I was like, that's on my bucket list. Yes. I'm not kidding. This is eight, nine weeks after. And the house sits right on the Cal- my, Colorado River. Yeah, so. my neck healed. So. Well, I'm like, let's go. And I'm and like, so, can you do this? And she's like, let's go. And we spent so, a couple hours on the water that day jet skiing and the pictures and videos of my wife after going through surgeries and, and broken bones in her body from cancer is just smiling and laughing, having a ball. With delight. Like we had a blast. There's not a lot of times I can say that. I've had a blast doing something. We had so much fun. And then, the next one, though, because so that, that started, one just happened, but you planned yeah, the so, next one. So that kind of started like this idea of let's do these surprise dates for each other. And so we were up in Flagstaff, and I planned this date to go to the um, adventure course, which is a zip lining course, which is a three-hour zip lining course. Yes. And awesome. he didn't know where we were going, and I, he was driving, and I was like, make a left, make a right. And we ended up going. I was bald. Like, this was still, I'm in the middle of chemo. We had so much fun. It did take a toll on me. Like, the last 45 minutes I probably could have done without. But 
we actually helped each other, you know, this whole zipline course. So it was such a fun thing to do to surprise you. It was a huge. It was just you one upped me last year. It was it was a huge surprise, and I said, "How am I going to beat this?" Because um, the biggest part of the surprise was not that you know I love anything adventure, but the fact that she could just do it in the middle of this um, storm, in the middle of this hardship she was going through. So that was just like put the biggest smile on my face. And I said, "How am I going to beat this?" And I had a. a lower back fracture when you had to come up with something for yeah, our one-year so anniversary. We, we, we love to, you know, take off and go over to the ocean or, or up in the mountains. And we, we hadn't been able to do that for quite a while because of what she was going through. And I said, can you, can you ride in the car for an hour and a half just to get to Sedona and just to see the beauty around us? And she says, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, then I started scrambling. And I was on the phone and I set up a surprise date. And so one of the mornings we got up and I said, okay, we're going to just go up and do this. And there's a restaurant we want to go to. And then we want to see this cool view. And I took her up to the airport and um, we drive right up to this helicopter hangar. And she's looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I had set up a helicopter ride. And not only that, but I told the, the, the people in the office and the pilot about her story and the cancer. And so they put her in the front seat of this Rolls, Rolls Royce helicopter. So cool. And the morning we get up there, there was a light snow. And if you've ever seen Sedona with a light snow on the rocks, it's a whole different um, um, dimension. It's, a, like it's, it's just, just a perspective of exactly what every little uh, nook and cranny is. Oh, so we so got beautiful. to fly over Sedona in this helicopter and um, – just experience this together and um, see the smile on her face, you know, through this journey. And when you talk about sex, sexy, romance, um, these surprise um, opportunities um, that you can throw at your wife or you can throw at your husband um, or someone you're dating right now, um, they, they really are like life. It really is experiences and making memories together and life. So... Um, it's, um, it's, it's, there's a lot of, uh, situations that you may run into when, um, the, the sex in the bed or on the kitchen counter or wherever <laughs> you like it, you there know, you go, Chucky. wherever yeah. you like it, um, isn't <laughs> happening. Um, yeah. but to make the relationship glow and keep that fire and that spark going is so possible. I love yeah. it. I think your goal is always just to put a smile on my face. And I, I feel that all the time, like. In the little things and the little details, which all add up for a woman, you know, it. I think that's the key. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think at the end of the day, love the helicopter story, love the zip lining story. And I think we need to strive to obviously surprise and plan these experiences. But I think that there's obviously some daily, there's some weekly, there's some monthly opportunities to create some moments where you don't have to organize and figure out a helicopter ride or a three-hour zipline tour, but to be able to say, what would a new experience look like for us in our city? And just really be creative, be intentional. And I always tell guys, and I always tell really all people that are married, we get the privilege to have a PhD in our spouse. So be praying, be observing, be noticing what they do that really just lights them up like a Christmas tree. I mean, it's just really good for us to be aware and to pray through opportunities to create a cool experience. 
For you guys, let's go to the area of spiritual intimacy. We talked a little bit about this last time you were on, the moments of praying together, the moments of how you're really bringing God into the center of your marriage. Just give us some, maybe one specific, beautiful discipline that you guys have together in your marriage that really cultivates spiritual intimacy. Yeah, so I would definitely say that's prayer. Um, And the way we try to cultivate it is to do it every morning to start. We love the YouVersion Bible app. So we open that. We watch the little video. We do the devotional plan together. We have our like take turns thing and we just take turns praying. And that's not the only time we pray during the day, but it starts our day that way. And we invite the spirit in to lead us, to help each other, love each other. And I think that is the big thing. And then we have our own, we cultivate our own personal prayer life too. But to do that together, I think it requires vulnerability to pray out loud in front of anyone anyway. Maybe not something I grew up doing. I don't think you did. And it's been a beautiful thing because I think when you pray out loud with your spouse, you cry out to God. That's a whole deep, vulnerable piece of who you are and what you're thinking. You know, that the stuff that comes out in prayer sometimes, I don't even say to you. But I can say out loud to God, and it shows my heart and where I'm at and what I'm struggling with that maybe I won't even think to say to you. But it's those moments that we do that, that I think we're we're teaching each other, instructing each other's heart, and God uses that. Absolutely. Um, I've got, I'm going to tell you guys something, but I want you to go get a glass of ice water because this is hot. This is, this is sexy. Okay. Alice Chuck. And this is this is our, this is our life. I'm on the and, edge of my seat. Honey. I'll bring it up and she'll and I'll let her just tell you. But basically, um, through the physical um, challenges that she's had, um, one of the things that I did was I bought a massage table for the house. Oh yeah. And so um, you know, even even if something physical is not going on at the time, there is nothing more sexy than massage. Mm. And we love we love. Um, the act of of anointing with oils, you know, essential oils. Um, it's mentioned 500 times in the Bible, so we're into our frankincense oils and all these different oils. She loves her lavender. And so um, there are times where I'm actually massaging because she has a migraine or she has a pain in an area. But there's a lot of times where I'm just massaging just to make her relax and will pray over her while I'm massaging her with oil. And you, you're talking about sexy. I mean, it's, 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 really, it's really amazing for our relationship um, to just bring in this whole, this whole thing we're talking about, communication, physical touch, um, praying together um, with a massage. It's like, wow, wow. That is hot. I love it. <laughs> Good thing I got my big glass of water next to me. He's going home and finding yeah. his wife a massage yeah. table so she can <laughs> massage him. I already order on Amazon. I just ordered yes. it actually as you were sharing the story. Yes. Yeah, love it's it. no beautiful. I think at the end of the day, this is some of the final thoughts that I have, and I'll give you guys one last moment to share from your heart a final thought. We have to come back to a place always in marriage to know what is God's purpose for marriage? God's purpose is clear in Scripture. It's oneness. So when we're discussing what we're discussing today and we're talking about intimacy, which really equates to oneness, we've got to constantly be in prayer and asking God to lead us and to love us in the process of how do we even draw closer in this oneness 
to our beautiful spouse. That's the process. There's, of course, emotional ways to do that. There's intellectual ways to do that. There's physical ways to do that. There's beautiful spiritual foundational ways to do that each and every day and throughout the day. But it's constantly asking ourselves, am I truly cultivating closeness, oneness, intimacy? And that's God's plan. However, we have to say this, there is a real battle that we face every day. And it's a spiritual battle. And in the spiritual battle, there are tons of things in the world today that are trying to divide and trying to separate us from our spouse. So this is an opportunity for us through these examples, through this conversation to say, you know what, what would it look like for me, for me today to really create an atomic habit that really says, I'm going to do this one thing. And this one thing consistently over a compounded one year will bring you so much closer to your spouse. Just navigate what is that one thing? What are those two things? And then do that well throughout the entire year and watch God bring you even closer together. We love you guys so much. It's a joy to have you guys on today and to have this relationship with you both, Chuck and Hannah. Get their new book. It just came out, Get Up and Live. You can find it online. Amazon, you can go to their website, getupandlive.org. Yes. It's or a, a joy. Copy. If you get a signed copy. If you you get a signed way. copy that way. I love it. Go to getupandlive.org. Thanks again for being my guest today. It's a joy to have these marriage conversations with you. Have an amazing and blessed day. Take care. Thank you for listening to Messy Marriages, a show dedicated to making the most out of your mistakes. Mark would love to send you his weekly Marriage Monday video. Please go to marklucasradio.com and sign up for his weekly marriage video. Follow him at Mark Lucas Radio on Instagram. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.